0: Joe Pod back inside the Stiefel Sports Studio here at Bush Stadium. In for Tom Ackerman this Sunday. And as always on Sports on a Sunday morning here at eleven thirty, we are pleased to be joined by the Cardinals, president of baseball operations. He is John Mosellock. And Mo, as I as I ask uh, Oliver Marmel this morning, it's it's always nicer and easier to wake up on a Sunday morning following a two win Saturday, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Certainly helpful, yes, yes, and obviously, uh, you know, really exciting times at the ballpark right now. And to see that crowd yesterday during the the 12-15 game was really amazing, given it was a, a makeup game or a rescheduled game. And and so, but the vibe here has been been super fun, and and to get out of uh, yesterday really with uh, having both starters go eight innings and then to come out of that with two wins is is, is amazingly helpful. But um, you know, something that was really exciting to be to be a part of down here yesterday.
0: Take me back to Wednesday night because that was another night exciting to be a part of with Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright making their 325th start together. Um, Just talk about the significance of that. And and again, I asked Oliver Marmel about this and so many people have said that this is this is almost maybe an unbreakable record. Certainly feels that way.
1: Yeah, it really does. And it's 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 something like when you when you look at like just what that history means and, and you really reflect back on on how does something like this even happen? Um, obviously you have two players that, that from when they begin their careers to when they're likely gonna end it, they're paralleling each other really on all phases. And then it really is something that's a reflection of of, of health, right? Because if you're not healthy you, you, you don't have the longevity. It's it's also about being a performer, meaning you're having success. And I think it's also about team success because all of those combinations help keep these guys together. In other words, they didn't go out to seek free agency. They weren't looking to join another organization. So you think about all these factors that, that go into it. It's so rare. It, it, and to, when someone says it's probably doubtful it'll be broken, uh, I, I'd be shocked if it ever is.
0: John Moselak with us here on Sports on a Sunday morning. And and you mentioned already Dakota Hudson in his outing and and Jose Quintana both throwing eight innings yesterday. But when you think about somebody like a Dakota Hudson and you see him go down and do his work and and come back full-on prepared to perform... Um, and there's an interesting side to this in in my mind, and I'll let Tom Ackerman hash out the new rules with you on a later Sunday date. But one of those new rules that is coming in to Major League Baseball is the pitch clock, which, of course, we've been told is helping the pace of games. But Dakota Hudson specifically cited that as helping him kind of achieve a better pace to his game as well.
1: It's sort of funny because when he went down there, we, we sort of talked about hey, just know that you got you have a pitch clock and' cause I think his pace has been somewhat um of, of a focus for us this year, and I, I think when he moves at a quicker pace, he tends to be more successful and look he's a pitcher that that gets the ball in play he's a pitcher that gets a lot of ground balls. And when you keep your defense engaged, you have to do it at a pace where they're not standing around. So I think you couple those factors in, it's really important for him to improve his pace uh, in terms of pitching. And so when he was down in Memphis, he had two outings down there. Both were very successful. Both were with the clock. And when he returned, I was asking him about it, and he, he definitely mentioned that he thought it, it was something that helped him. Um, obviously, you don't want to focus solely on the clock. you got to stick to your game plan and, and and know how you want to go about getting hitters out. But I do think it was something that we were all encouraged to see because next year it's going to be real, and uh, you know there's going to be a, a, a new look on, on how da- Dakota goes about his job. So I think yesterday was a sneak peek at that, and it was really great to see the success he had.
0: And you've got some flexibility now, specifically in that rotation, not just with Dakota Hudson, but we saw Steven Matz return last night. He picked up a win in that 11-inning game. So a little bit of, of flexibility and uh, maybe some ease, maybe it eases some things going through the last couple of weeks of the regular season as you build towards postseason, certainly some options anyway in that rotation.
1: Yeah, I think that's well said. You, you know, as I sit here this morning in my office and you know looking at our roster and trying to, like, Think about what it's going to look like over the next few days versus, you know, what it really would look like if we got to October. And there's going to be, you know, some really tough decisions, first off. And and more importantly, what you're hoping to see happen over the next, uh, really, two weeks there are guys starting to to position themselves to peak in terms of their performance. And so from a pitching standpoint, getting somebody like Stephen Matz back, if, if he is right and he feels like uh, um, what he was like when he returned prior to the knee injury, you know, we do think he's going to be someone valuable, whether it's in the rotation or bullpen. But since we don't have time to build him up for the rotation, it's going to have to be out of the bullpen. And so hopefully he can mm-hmm. make that adjustment and, and accept that role in the short term, knowing full well he'll be a starter next year.
0: Uh, before we let you go, and we appreciate the time as always here on Sunday, John Moselock, with us, uh, can you give us an update uh, on Tyler O'Neill and/or Jordan Hicks?
1: Tyler O'Neill, um, you, you know, the good thing with position players is it is a ten-day IL, and it's not the fifteen where you know when you put someone on that fifteen, you got to be sure it's going to be all fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, in Tyler's case, I mean, anytime you're dealing with a, like a hamstring strain, you have to to make sure you're patient with it and you know really it was going to be where he'd probably likely miss 3 to 4 days but when you think about the off day on Monday really gearing up having to play two yesterday we just felt like it's in his best interest and the team's best interest let him take the break um and then ultimately when he hopefully he is off the the IL after the 10 11 or 12 days sort of that time frame so not overly concerned at the moment um and then you asked about Hicks correct yes i did yep yep so in Hicks's case You know, dealing with a little bit of arm fatigue, nothing really specific, whether we're talking about elbow or shoulder. Um, You know, I think they're focused more on the shoulder area, but not overly concerned, but also a guy that wouldn't have been able to pitch yesterday, probably not today. And rather than try to, like, push him through something and then possibly, you know, risk October, we'd rather put him in a position to where he's returning so he can go full throttle in October.
0: John Moselock, always appreciate the time. As you mentioned, these are some fun times here at Bush Stadium. There was better than 48,000 in the house last night. I expect this afternoon to have another big crowd. Uh, We know already that Albert Pujols will be in the lineup. So, again, I appreciate the time on a game day, as always, on Sports on a Sunday morning. Good to hear from you, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Be well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,